On this episode of the 520 Collective Show, we are talking with Mike G from the new clothing brand, He Is Him, as well as looking at the balance between Christian culture and hip-hop culture. Can the lifestyles coexist and how do they impact our choices? Oh yeah, we'll be diving into that word as well. You already know. Let's go! Uh, yeah, message heavy, don't prompt show, they not ready, race against the time like four wheels and hands ready, keep it steady, beat it hard and they barely give them ears and hear the truth when the light don't confetti, yeah, message heavy, don't prompt show, they not ready, race against the time like four wheels and hands ready, keep it steady, beat it hard and they barely give them ears and hear the truth when the light don't confetti, just the flip of the watch, it's game time, game time, time, time. flip of the watch, it's game time, game five, just the flip of the watch, it's game time, game time. Five twenty collective. Listen every day, or get robbed. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Five Twenty Collective Show. We are being sponsored by Kingdom Club Apparel. Make sure you go to KingdomClubApparel.com now to check out all the great merchandise that Kingdom Club Apparel offers. Of course, there's the classic Dreamers and Schemers line. There is the iconic Nunya business, which I've got a hoodie of myself. So make sure you check those out. They are amazing. But guys, I'm here to tell you this new merch that has dropped this summer is some of the best looking stuff you're going to find around, including the crown one tea, the God's hand tea and more. So you're going to want to go to kingdom club apparel.com. Check out the latest merchandise. Grab yourself one, two, three shirts, just get just get multiple of them because you're gonna want all the different designs. But shout out to Kingdom Club Apparel for sponsoring this episode of the 520 Collective Show. Shout out to you for listening, and let's get into this month's conversation. Let's go. Pop twenty boys is different. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know I'm kind of springing this on you unexpectedly, but you had thrown out this idea that I think. It's worth us exploring, man. So if you are listening to the show, you like what you hear, and you say, huh, how can I help these guys out, man? Man, Zero threw this idea out about, why don't we get our listeners involved, man, and y'all become producers of the show. And I like this. I want to throw it around. I want to see if we get some people interested in this. But talk a little bit about that idea, Zero, and what that looks like, and how people can become producers of the 520 collective show yeah yeah so the concept is called value for value and basically for what we do for the show all all of everything that goes into it if you get some kind of value out of it if we get the wheels spinning in your head and maybe spark a solution or something you want to give value back to 520 collective then you can reach out to us either through donations or through some projects that we're working on there are people that that do some sharing and, and commenting online there's a lot of different ways that we want to start building up ways for people to get into the community as a value for value situation. So as we build that out, that's where this kind of, this idea starts to spring forth. I think it's dope, but I feel some type of way, man. Y'all be having conversations when I'm not around. Um, Dude, we're always waiting. Good, we're always sitting there like, <laughs> where's KD at? <laughs> I think it's a super dope idea. Um, there's always ways to contribute. I know a lot of times people get tight 
um, where we talk about money, but like if that's really the only way that individuals think that you can give, then a lot of giving is kind of somewhat lost on you. Like there's a ton of different ways that you can contribute towards the success of. So again, remember us as a platform, um, our goal is to advance the kingdom. And that's why we had these conversations. That's one of the reasons why the show exists um, so that we can build, have discussions, encourage and promote unity. Uh, which again sometimes involves having conversations and discussions so there's a lot of different ways to get involved um, and help push what we're doing forward so i love the idea and and we would love it if you guys love the idea as well and kind of jumped on board yeah man so let's see what we can do hit us up uh you know you can dm us on socials you can email us whatever you gotta do just let us know what you think if you're interested we'll get you plugged in man we'll get you involved for sure and man it's about that time of the show it's about that time this month where we dive into this word, man. What do you got for us this month? So uh, we're going or coming, uh, however you want to look at it. Um, and we're looking at 2 Corinthians, the sixth chapter. Um, and we're looking at verse 17. I thought it was uh, kind of particularly fitting for the show tonight. And it says, and I'm reading from the King James Version. Wherefore, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. I don't want to jump too far ahead of the conversation and discussion, but when we talk about um, cultures intersecting and what it really looks like to be uh, to be a Christian, to be a saint of God, to be a son of God, a daughter of God in the times that we live in, um, there is a separation that God is requiring of us. And I think too often we feel as though in order to be effective, we have to be just like um, the people that we're around. Um, we have to be, you know, mindful that, you know, scripture tells us that we are in and not of, and, uh, it's important that we are uh, mindful of that. So I uh, just wanted to kind of drop that in and of course, get everybody's takes on it. Yeah, man. And, and KD, you know me, man, like, you know, I can't ever just look at the one verse, right? I got to look at what's maybe before it, what comes up after it. And I think when you're looking at what is being said, right before this right mm -hmm. in, in verse 16 it gives us even a better idea of what's being said here to the corinthians really it's about halfway through verse 16 where it really stands out to me but i'll read the whole thing just so we know so in verse 16 no, no do me a favor bro do me a favor and go back to verse 14 verse 14 okay we can do that we can do that so we'll yeah we'll read this whole part then man here we go now i'm not uh kd i don't have the king james pulled up i got the esv pulled up <laughs> Because I got to have the easier words. Just read it like Morgan Freeman and you'll be good. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> but here we go. Uh, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, as God said. And here's where I think it really gets, uh, drives the point of verse 17 home a little bit more. It says, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. And then, of course, we go into 17 here. Therefore, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will come to you and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. So, yeah, man, like, you know, I think it, it's really interesting to me as we're talking about cultures and lifestyles and 
you know, everyone likes to talk about how uh, Paul, you know, was, you know, I can be all things to all men in order to spread the gospel. And yeah, it's one thing to get the gospel in front of people. That doesn't mean that that's how we just live, right? We are called to something more. We are called to be more than that. In fact, facts. In fact, not only are we called to be more, but, you know, we're called to live conducting and carrying our bodies as temples, right? And temples are not to become idols, right? They're supposed to be holy, but they're not supposed to become idols. And we fall into this idea of, I think, worshiping ourselves or hoping that others worship us. Zero, what, what do you think, man? What's your thoughts when you hear these, these verses, man? Well, all of this is, is very much an echo that I hear from when God was gathering a nation of Israel back in Genesis, back in Deuteronomy, after he had brought them out of Egypt, out, out of Exodus. Um, and continually, he's giving them uh, these, these rules and laws to live by. And we can say developing a culture that he wanted his people to live by. And in that... There were very strict rules about not marrying outside of the culture because God was trying to develop a very specific culture for his people. And there were times where the Israelites throughout those Old Testament stories wanted to be like the other nations. But God was always very adamant about the culture that he wanted his people to live by. And you hear that echo when you be your God and you shall be my people. It's, it's just reiterating his heart that he had all the way in the beginning of the Old Testament scriptures and now we have this new covenant and we have a church and and a spiritual body in the way that we didn't have before this is after christ has ascended so everything has been fulfilled at that point and now it's almost like we have gone right back to the beginning but instead of making dietary laws and and ways of dressing he's talking about the pagan culture that has infiltrated the church and has mixed into the worship and mixed into the lifestyles of the people in, in a way where we have too much uh, syncretism and synthesis going on. And it's just sin being try, try, people trying to pass off sin as holiness, which is abominable to God. So I think the, the mixing of the cultures is a way stronger uh, theme in scripture and throughout scripture than maybe we care to realize. I, I have these issues, man, when I hear people saying, oh, well, you know, I can... Um I can partake. I can be right in the middle of all these unclean things. And it's not going to bother me. It's not going to affect me. No, if that was the case, and if that's what we were to do, God would tell us, hey, this is where I need you to be. But yeah, man, no, I I want, (laughs) I like the verse, man. I want to know what listeners think of it. Again, it is 2 Corinthians 6, verse 17. Go check it out for yourselves. Read it, study it, and then go and hit us up, whether it's on social media, email whatever y'all know how to get with us go to 520collective.com and let us know what you think man special guest in the house this episode mike g mike garrisominko from he is him apparel clothing you gotta do that again eric you gotta do it again don't tell me what to do what did i do (laughs) (laughs) why don't you do it zero no i'm leaving this in the show i'm not editing this out we're live let's go (sighs) Let's go. What did I do? What was no wrong with it? Prompter. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. Right. Well, fine. It's Mike. <laughs> Dude, this is where I'm at, man. Garrison. Yo. No, no. The clothing. The clothing. Is, is it clothing or apparel? 
Man, clothing. Yeah, he is him. Clothing. That's perfect, man. Now okay. y'all are good, man. This is I. I, I like. We're just flowing, man. We're okay. just flowing Here conversation. So I don't remember what I said. Now <laughs> he is him. Clothing <laughs> is the name of the brand, regardless of what Zero likes to say. Mike G, talk to us, man. Let's hear about a little. He is him. First of all. Talk to us about the name of this clothing brand, man. Yes, sir. Well, first of all, man, I gotta I gotta thank you guys once more for having me on, giving me this platform. This is a blessing. Um, it's it's a blessing to be with you guys right now having this conversation. So, um, so who is him? I guess is the question, right? It's um, not zero. Him represents. Yeah, right. <laughs> try, try that. Try that again. I'm sorry. I, my bad. I will mute myself. <laughs> no, we good, man. You good? I like this. No, him represents our King Jesus Christ. Um, the term "I'm him" is a cultural term, uh, often used in sports to acknowledge someone as a savage, um, the best player on the field, uh, the person who has the ball at the end of the game, or the goat. You know, the greatest of all time. Uh, that's who, who usually who you associate that with, specifically in sports. Now it expands to music as well. Um, but when I think of goat status, um, immediately I think Tom Brady. You got Aaron Rodgers, Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, John Jones. If you're an MMA fan, Michael Jordan, obviously, uh, Kobe Bryant. It's a good answer, right there. Cetera. I love. I love that answer. I love where this is going. Yeah, let's, stay right there let's, 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 leave, let's leave that dude I mean, out in LA hey. that's out there. Right now. Sorry, LA. I'm not trying hey, to. I'm just saying. Saying. I'm not Did to, you notice? Did you peep that, bro? I, I'm going to apologize to our listeners out in LA for talking about um, <laughs> that guy that's currently out there. But man, we don't need to talk about him, though. So, hey, yeah, it's, exactly. Right? It's a good list. No, no, but no. To take that further, man, in all honesty, to take that further, who is actually the GOAT? Um, that answer is simple for me. Jesus Christ is my GOAT. He is him. He is him. So, so while we wear this clothing for fashion and sport, um, we also proudly wear it to, as a representation for our, our King, our Savior. Um, and this is our submission. So even when you know you're him, you're that dog, you're, you're it, that this is your way of submitting to him, that he is in fact him. Um, you're humbling yourself before him. And I, I have two verses here I want to touch up on. Uh, first one, everybody knows this. Everybody. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through he who gives me strength. And then there's one more that's a big part of my brand. And you'll notice in subtle places throughout. John 18.5. I am he. And to expand on that a little bit further. Before Jesus was taken as a prisoner to be crucified, the Roman soldiers approached Jesus he said, who are you looking for? They replied, Jesus, the Nazarene. Jesus then said, I am he. That's when they all drew back and fell to the ground. So that is a dope verse. Um, and th- that is basically the, the meaning behind, that's where I coined it from, uh, was the sports term. I'm, I'm big in the sports culture. Um, and oftentimes, you know, you think of the, the prime times, the Deion Sanders, all those dope athletes that you grew up watching, uh, they're him. You know, they're him. They're, they're those dogs that, that would win the game. Kobe Bryant, man. He's, he shoot up the final shot. With five seconds left in the game, who are you having? It's Kobe Bryant. You're going to have him shoot that three for the winner. So, um, but again, it's to, to expand on that further, Jesus trumps all that. Uh, he is the GOAT. Um, and, and we even have a, a Jesus is my GOAT line um, with our apparel. And, and it's just our way of humbling ourselves, man. Uh, giving it up to God. He's, you know, he's... Uh, 
let yourself go, man. It, it's it, you can't worship yourself. You can't you can't put yourself on this pedestal. You got it. You got to give it up to God, man. Ultimately, He's the creator of all things. He's our King. So um, that that's the idea of the brand. Um, and a funny funny fact about I'm him. It's actually it was actually first uh, the the rapper Kevin Gates. He's he's coined with an originally coming up with the term I'm him. Um, now since then it's expanded all throughout music to all throughout sports uh, it's expanded it's, it's a commonly used term now i was googling the meaning of i'm him just just google it just put i'm him meaning this is what it comes up with to be him is to be a dominant figure blooming flower in a garden full of weeds a feeling of euphoric confidence the type of disposition that only occurs when you leave your opposition cowering think lebron james game six versus golden state that that's a great example so Knowing all that, my wife and I were just, we're, we, we were led to create a, a clothing brand. And, you know, I'm just thinking all these dope names. And I'm like, how do we glorify him in the best of ways? Because it, ultimately, it's a, it's a sports apparel brand. I mean, it's a, it's a workout fitness apparel brand. So we're making clothing for you to be able to work out in. But it, we're, we're tailored to athletes, to, to just if you health and wellness. You know, we're trying to, uh, to, to music, hey, really anybody, man. Hey, God's people. That's who we're trying to reach. But originally, that's where that came from, is that, that sports term. Because again, I'm, I'm really, you know, sports is, is a huge part of my upbringing. So um, just being in that culture. And so I was like, he is him. And I said one day randomly, this float, man. And I was like, that's, that's, that's actually pretty dope. That's actually dope, man. And, and we went with it, man. And, uh, you know, so we created uh, he is him clothing. And it just took off, man. And, and we can't wait. We can't wait to see where it goes. Oh, dope, dope. How did you know that clothing was the right thing for y'all to get into? Because, I mean, that's not an easy market, right? It's not an easy space to be operating in. That's a great question, man. So, six months ago, I would have said there's no, there's absolutely zero chance. But, you know, God has a funny sense of humor sometimes. So, he, he places things in your heart. Like, he, he puts you through uncomfortable situations on purpose. It's calculated. It's calculated and I'm here for it and I'm built different. And so when God leads me away, I don't argue. Uh, I don't argue with the man above, man. I just, I, I give it all up to him. And uh, for whatever reason, man, I, I, I guess, you know, we like to dress nice. You know, we like, we, we, we like to go out. We like to look good. So that's a part of it. You know, we all, we've always had a sense of fashion. And I was like, what better way can I represent myself and my personality than through my clothing? And so to expand on that further, I'm like, well, what's what's my personality? I love sports. Working out is a big deal for me. Uh, I love music, Christian music, Christian rap music for, for, for you to take that even further. And then I love God. He is my identity. He is who I, you know, who I embody and I try to be like. And I always fall short of that. But I'll, I'm always going to try to be like, like I want to live within, you know, I want to live for him. And so that that's kind of where it stemmed from. man. we started making designs. Uh, we went, we forgot, I, I don't even know how much, how many samples we got. We worked out in it 20 times. We washed it 20 times. We made sure it's premium. And one of our slogans we got is premium quality goods representing a premium quality God. That was very, mm. I, I got, I got, I think I got something for you, Mike. Just hear me out. The, 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 he is him 520 collective gamer gloves for when Eric is playing chess against KD online. Right? I had a real mean game of Candyland going on with my kids. They do that that last flip, you know? <laughs> just just, just mull it over a little bit. 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the game going, you got had the fingers missing on some of them. Yeah, they got to be fingers back. out, bro. Yeah. Bro, you already know, man. I'm writing this down. I'm writing this down. <laughs> Suits and ladder version. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yes, but no, like, hey, I do want to talk about uh, some of the items you guys are, are having here as you're launching, man. Because I was watching the video uh, where you were showing off like the, like the track pants and the in the jacket, you know, the zip up hoodie, man. And I know you said that you guys got this. Got, got these items in you worked out in them you, you washed them you, you checked the durability the quality and man just looking at it on the video right and if y'all want to check it out i'll let mike tell you where to go watch about i know it's on facebook he, he is him shop on facebook on instagram and also he is him dot shop would be our website which opens july 1st okay okay but yeah man watching this video man i was like dude this this looks nice man because you got like all these like i don't know almost like little easter eggs on this clothing right uh, you got you know it's not like just one little logo and, and that's what you you got stuff kind of everywhere you got some on the the chest you got down on the bottom seam you got the arms you got stuff behind yeah. it but it's not like huge like gaudy stuff that's printed it's on there tacky. yeah yeah it, it's done no, it's tastefully well little, yeah little hidden stuff so talk, talk, talk about you know, talk, talk about how you design this stuff man and and what kind of items people are going to find on your shop that's dope that you that you you caught that man because it's it's about the subtle details and, and i and i really make that a, a big thing so subtle details um I, I, it's not it's not too loud you know it, it's a simple design but but it's very subtle you, you got bible verses here and there it's very cool man i appreciate that you noticed that um but yes yeah track suit uh that's a big one that's that's probably my favorite thing we got we got uh crossbody bags um we got duffel bags we got hats uh workout shirts uh women's leggings um you know we got women's windbreakers we we, we got and, we, and we're working on some dope stuff that will be yet to be determined um or yet to be announced rather um but we we got some so we're, we're working with some some potential artists as well and 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 coming out some dope stuff man so yeah very cool Get very excited goes. for that july 1st <laughs> drop um gamer gloves is a big one if you want if you want to get into this whole uh radio and podcasting game man we know some guys that are maybe available for you i'm just just saying just kind of it might be a slot opening up you know we can yeah. you know, <laughs> we can talk to the hey, interns look. and see what we can do you know what i'm saying look if i don't deliver those gamer gloves none of that's happening <laughs> <laughs> go ahead remind them one more time how do people get on check out the stuff how do they plug in support what y'all are doing man Yes, sir. He is him dot shop. Now, currently, the only thing, if you go to our website, you can just put in your, your email. Um, it's not live for the simple sake that, again, we're waiting until July 1st. Um, but then also on Facebook, on Instagram, you can find us at he is him shop. Um, dope content. Uh, check it out, guys. You know, support. It's for a big cause, man. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. Um, this is about God, man. So let's get behind us. Let's let, let's get God's presence out there. Yeah, man, go go and support, go run this up, man. Y'all are gonna enjoy. Like I said, the stuff I've seen so far looks cool, man. I'm, I'm uh, excited for you, man. And everything. No, hey, hey, no, zero, that's zero, what zero, pastors zero, zero, do. Zero, zero. I'm a rapper, my right, gang. You know what I'm saying? Like let, let's no, let's no. let's act right. Matt, we, we were having this discussion, Katie, about just the balance, right? The the difficulty of you know trying to walk out this this christian life and being part of christian culture while also enjoying hip-hop and, and it's, it's it's hard to really be even just a fan of hip-hop without being 
in that culture, in that hip hop culture, at least to some degree, right? And those on the surface seem like cultures that don't mesh very well. And we're like, yo, is that, is that true? You know, can you be a little bit here, be all in over here? I mean, how, how does that look? And we were like, yo, this would be a good thing for us to talk about on the show, right? So uh, we're talking about the balance between Christian culture and hip-hop culture. We think about the world of CHH, Christian rap, faith-based hip-hop, whatever you want to call it, man. And, and I think the place that we said you got to kind of start, right? Because it's easy to turn something like culture into and reducing it down to just like, okay, well, these are ideas, right? And ideas take on different ramifications than the way you live out your life every single day. But that's not the case, man. These We're talking lifestyles here, right? And lifestyles determine choices we make. I don't know. Like, like go back to that conversation that we were kind of having, man, and explain and, and walk us through some of your initial thoughts, man, when we started diving into this idea of Christian culture and balancing hip-hop culture yeah for sure so um i've always been and increasingly more so over the years um as god you know you go in christ and you start to see things from god's perspective you you start to kind of differentiate and so places that maybe were great areas for you um, or areas that seem to be innocent you start seeing the contrast between where i need to be and where I used to be and understanding that I can't stay in the past. I need to be moving towards ultimately what God desires. Um, I wrote a piece a couple of years ago um, called uh, Christian Hypocrisy. And in essence, it talked about the fact that technically, um, you know, Christian hip hop is an oxymoron. And I know there's a lot of people who are going to disagree with this. I'm not... I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I partially agree with some of, and I'll, I'll dig, uh, delve a little bit more deeper into it and then kind of get you guys to come in on it. Um, I partially agree with, um, some of G Craig Lewis's thoughts on the issue. And if we're not familiar with him, you know, ex ministries, uh, you know, he, he really kind of became, I guess semi-famous or he gained notoriety for um, attempting to explain. Now, he was adamantly against Christian. Now, Christian rap is fine because rap is a vehicle. It's a tool. Hip hop, like Eric, you just mentioned, it is a culture. It's a lifestyle. And here's here's kind of where I draw the line. And then here's where I bring kind of scripture into my stance and position in regards to it. Everybody's familiar with KRS One. Like, so I grew up listening to rap music. It was what it was. And everything that you do, you want to mimic those things. So from the Big Daddy Kings to the Big Elves to the Lord Finesses to the Digging in the Crates crew to, um, you know, all of those guys, Biz Markie, LL, like, like that. A lot of us guys in our upbringing, our generation, that was our, we grew up on that stuff, right? You want to dress the parts. You want to look the parts. You want to speak the language. You want to do all, you want to emulate. All of these things that you see because it's cool, but you don't realize how you're getting pulled into something that you don't completely understand. You just see the presentation, right? It's a lot like Masons, like everybody, a lot of people want to be a Mason, but you don't really understand what they believe. You just want to be a part of what appears to be 
this fraternity um and there's a lot of underlying things that base level people have no idea of what they've gotten involved with so when you talk about like the hip-hop thing a lot of people don't realize and remember like you know krs1 wrote the bible or the gospel according to hip-hop and i've tried to read the book and i couldn't get past the introduction because of the spirit that was behind it and i know that might be a little deep for some of us but when you start trying to break it down there is a religion that is driving this culture and so what does that mean for us in the body of christ because one of the things that i hate is when i hear people say do it for the culture do it for the culture as a saying that god i'm supposed to do it for the kingdom so that is supposed to be everything now that i've given my life to christ is supposed to be filtered through that right so i think mike you mentioned it earlier about you know god being our identity now you know there's a scripture in the bible that says you know um you know in essence you know we're, we're dead and our, our lives are hid in christ and christ who is our life our identity is fine there in him um we cannot toe the line and it becomes difficult and what happens a lot of times is that a lot of the interactions that we see um, you know, the situation that we had, uh, you know, with the stream that we tried to kind of bring some unity and bring guys to the table in regards to, um, was a part of hip hop. It was a part of beef. It was a part of, here's my stance and my position, and here's my stance and my position. We're both supposed to be on the same team, but I don't like how you're doing what you're doing, so I'm going to come against it. Oh, you said this about me? Let me go back. This is hip hop stuff. This is me pushing and promoting self and saying that I'm not defending the cross. I'm defending me. I'm defending my ideals, my my way, my methodology. I'm defending that stuff. And so we find ourselves with individuals who are supposed to be believers conducting and carrying themselves and acting out things that are based on hip hop. So a lot of the stuff that we see, the pride, the ego, the arrogance, the competition, all those are derivatives of hip hop. Hip hop is a very self-centered me first ideal structure you know what i'm saying but the thing that really struck me because you would have arguments over the years where you would have people like cross moving etc saying that why you know we serve a god who redeems so can't god also redeem cultures and god could do whatever he wants if he chose to but there's very specific instructions that god gave the children of israel and zero you hit on this earlier um and i'm gonna make this my last comment i want to pull you guys in when the children of Israel were going to inherit the promised land, God was very, very, very specific in making sure that they cast out the Canaanites, the Jebusites, the Hittites, all of the people who were there in the land already. Why? Because he did not want kingdom culture tainted by the older cultures that were there. Why? You'll, they'll, they'll take your heart away from me. When you become tainted, zero, you talked about God not wanting individuals to marry outside of, you know, this space. Why? Because the hearts aren't the same. And when your heart is divided, so is your allegiance and you can't serve two masters. God was very adamant about destroying these ideals because you will get comfortable. And, you know, when Elijah told the children of Israel, hey, why haunt you between two opinions? If God be God, then serve him. If Baal be God, then serve him. But don't try to serve both. And this is a lot of times what we try to do when it comes down to things like a Christian hip hop. And we want to hold on to things that we are familiar with and comfortable with in opposition to letting those things go for a lifestyle that's completely better. And I know I said a lot and I've rambled a lot, but when we talk about it, have these kind of discussions, that's my thought process in terms of where these things kind of belong um in our stratosphere so guys please chime in man i want to hear what you guys think about some of this stuff
Yeah, I, I, um, I'm glad that you made the difference between Christian rap and Christian hip hop, because I remember when KRS One dropped that um, uh, hip hop Bible and hip hop is a religion, and he started teaching it as a course, and a lot of it didn't really make sense to me because at the time I didn't understand values and worldview, which mm. is like your core for apologetics. Um, <clears throat> maybe not for apologetics, but when when you start getting into the academic side of um, how Christianity works in our lives, I, the the biggest thing for me was the worldview and the values, and how to find those things out. And so it was, how do you spend your elective time? How do you spend your elective money? What do you want for your children? And what are you willing to sacrifice and or suffer for? Those four things make up your world, your your values, and they show what, what your worldview are. And so when you look at hip hop, you see one set of values. And then when you look at Christianity, you're supposed to see another set of values. And without going there, um, because there's plenty of room there in that conversation, the point that I want to hit on is that uh, I believe it's in First Peter where he talks about we're supposed to be a peculiar people for God. To replace that word, a peculiar people, um, a very unique people, uh, idiosyncratic. It's supposed to be a culture that does not look like anything else around it. And it's because we get our ideas for God mm-hmm. or from God. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was uh, touring and writing heavily, I used to pray, God, I want my songs. I want my music to come from you. And pe- people would say, like, I don't think I've ever heard music like this before. How do you get your ideas? I pray to God for them. Yes. But then when you got when I got into Christian hip hop and when I started rolling with rappers, it was like, well, we want the Christian version of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you to be like this artist, but but make it more Christian. And it, it became, it became an issue of like, like, uh, how do I put it? Like you see a confrontation between somebody and they would say like, Oh, just cause I'm Christian don't mean I'm not still gangster. <laughs> and so the bravado would come out and yep. you would see their values emerge and it would be, okay, I'm still hard and I'm still from the streets and I'm still blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. But I'm a new creation. And it's like, which is it? are you a new creation or are you street? You know, do you have a new heart or are you hood? You cannot be both. But it's this refusal to die to self and you want to drag all this other stuff in. And then the last um, the last thing I'll touch on, because it kind of helps carry on the culture point uh, back to the marriage, is that the women raise the children and they instill the values in the children. And that builds the next generation. So when you married, if you, when you were Israelite and you married outside of that that culture, she brought her values and her religion and her culture and her worldview and taught that to your children. And the next generation, in, in that next generation, your values died and her culture's values went on. And so it, culture is not just like what's important to you. It, it has to be how you live and it has to be everything about your life. Because that's what the next generation sees. That's what you leave behind as a legacy. And, and we don't even really get to pick and choose what those things are. It's, it's ingrained in our being. I love you, bro. <laughs> yeah. So as I was sitting back listening to it, I was thinking about a few different things, right? Um, starting with when we think about cultures, just like basic human cultures, right? Whether it's nations or people groups or, or whatever, right? If you look at it as a Venn diagram, no matter what we have, we're going to have some overlap amongst those kind, those cultures, right? Because uh, there is some commonalities in there to some extent. I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure that we're going to find overlap when we start talking about trying to find commonalities with Christian culture, right? Because Christian culture is on a different plane of stuff, right? When we think about hip hop culture, that is a thing of the world. And what do we know about the world? All things are going to pass away, right? And what's going to exist, what's going to go on is the kingdom, right? Throughout eternity. And so it's hard to see where there would be similarities between those two cultures, right? Uh, I think at, at best there's not overlap. There, at best, there is there is this there's hip hop culture trying to exist within the Christian culture at 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 its best, right? It can't say, hey, you know, we're we're the same or. It sure, it sure can't take priority, right? It's it's trying to find a way to just be within the parameters of, of Christian culture. From the way I'm looking at, because like we think about, like even some people who don't, who aren't like super deep and super invested into the hip hop culture, right? Uh, but they enjoy it, right? Maybe they like the music, or I think you see it a lot, like with fashion. You know, Mike, I think you could probably talk about this, right? There, there is a, a, a certain fashion that goes along with hip hop culture, right? And, and people are familiar with it, and you know. It's comfortable clothing, you know, that type of stuff. And I was looking at this verse. I mean, it's a real simple verse, but in Luke, it says, for life is more than food and the body is more than clothing. More than raiment. Yeah, yeah. Right? So that was the first thing I was thinking about is, is there even a way for these two to truly coexist, to have some commonality between them? I'm not sure that there really is. Just the second thing I think that was hitting me was Come on, Pastor. I, well, I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to say it nicely. I'm trying to say, so I'm trying to pick my words here, but um but the just this idea of kinda like what Zero was saying, right? Like, um, oh, you know, like, yeah, I'm saved, but don't test me. Right? We we we, we hear that a lot. And it's like, you know, how how do Unfortunately. you Right. Well, how do you reconcile that between the two? Right. What's more important? That's what it kind of comes down to. Is what's more important? How are we going to handle it as things try to overlap in this? It's, it's almost hilarious how foolish that becomes when you force people to draw that out to its natural conclusion. You know, yeah. they're like, roll up in my hood. And what, like, you're going <laughs> to, like, have lunch with me and we're going to pray together? Is that the threat? Oh, that's not the well, threat. And that's, and that's where I think, especially over, like, this past week or so, I don't know, God, God's been, like, really just kind of pushing some stuff on me. And I think, you know, we, we've been doing this here at 520 for, for five years, right? And when we started, it was, like, it was just, I mean, yes, we were all believers, but really it was just the music. Right, we were pushing the music, we were sharing the music that we enjoyed, and I think after you're in this space for a certain amount of time, you start to get to a point where you have the higher expectations for it. And I think what guys been showing me is like, hey, let hip hop be hip hop. <laughs> you know, and, and what let does that go. mean? Yeah, it means no. it means at the end of the day, the music is entertainment, really. So why not be able to enjoy? Because I think whenever you, you start seeing the the struggles and and you, and you start seeing hip hop not live up to the expectations that you hope that it lives up to, it's easy to become frustrated with it and not even enjoy it anymore. And even when you hear a, some music that man, like I know that this is good, 
it's like zero and I were having this conversation. I'm like, you start thinking about, okay, well, you start thinking about all these factors that take away from your ability just to enjoy it, man. So that's what I'm kind of struggling, not struggling, but wrestling with right now, right? Is like this idea of just, man, let, let hip hop be hip hop. Let it be entertainment. Let it be enjoyable when you need that. You know, if I'm commuting to work, let me put on the music and listen to it. At the end of the day, don't try to put on this facade like it's super important, right? Like let Christian culture, let the things that are truly important be in that place. You got you got to be able to remove negative energy from your life. You got to be able to evolve from what you used to fulfill you, and know that you do have a family. And now you got to be an example for your son, for your daughter, and so on and so forth. And you got you got you got to you know move up. You got to move up. Um, but yeah, no, I absolutely do feel that. I mean, even in today's like for example caleb gordon is, is one of my favorite rappers currently um and he, he makes some dope stuff man and, and it's all through christ and it's it's it's, it's i do think you can be fulfilled um absolutely 100 and i mean i look at this clothing brand right now as like a it's genuinely igniting a fire in me man this isn't it, it's, it's it's almost like a hobby and, and I'm doing things for Christ and it's fulfilling me and I'm enjoying every bit of it, making content for it on social media, just whatever the case, man. Um, I, it's, it's allowing me to do dope stuff and, and stuff I genuinely love to do and, and shout God to the masses. So, so yeah, I, I do think you can be fulfilled at 100%. I would say yes, we can get that positive out of it. It's by keeping it at that surface level, though, at least for me at this point, right? Like, I think when you start diving in deeper and you start seeing start picking up and, and and uncovering the flaws then you start having this kind of confliction happening right uh um and so i think that's where it is man it is like let's let's keep it at the service level let's be entertained by it but let's know that where we truly get filled up though is by relationship being intentional talking reading daily christian rappers just shouting out yo this is hip-hop it's not acceptable we're just gonna leave it that it's not acceptable no because it does not trump that this is kingdom we're gonna start there because here's the thing as we're talking about the balance of christian culture and hip-hop culture i think one thing that we need to look at and and the, the where we need to you know really dive into this a little bit more before we get done with this show is talking about how cultural effects determine how we're going to interact with people in the relationships and how we care for and love others especially those that are image bearers right the people that are carrying the name of christ on them and for those of you who know, we recently did a live stream that I think reflects this, man. We, we had Bryson Gray. We had John Keith. We had some other people on this live stream, man. And it was some sort of conversation. I'll just put it that way. It was some sort of conversation. But, you know, just to briefly recap it, you're talking about John put a line in a song that was throwing shade towards maybe Bryson and some of his uh, friends in the music world. Bryson 
asked him, hey, is this directed at us? Yes. And then it started this back and forth, right? And, and Bryson ends up dropping a, a diss track. But what we see in this whole process and even on the live stream is what happens when we start to let hip hop culture dictate our choices above christian culture man so yep, i'm gonna say yep, that, like, yep, like yep. katie you weren't able to be on the live stream mike g i don't know if you saw the live stream that we had or not with these guys uh but it was it was something man it was a three-hour marathon to say the least uh <laughs> but as, the word uh, phrase that ends in show <laughs> right uh but it it you know, hopefully we got something good out of it. But man, like it, knowing that we were going to have this conversation here and, and tackle this topic, man, I was like, okay, this is exactly what we're talking about. Where, yes, like trying to have one foot in both cultures is what a lot of people are trying to do. At the end of the day, it's kind of impossible. Oh, it is. Not even kinda. But you know, people try to do things. To advantage themselves. So, if on today, and Zero, you know, mentioned this earlier, if on today it's more um, advantageous for me to, uh, you know, talk slang, use profanity, drink, hang out, kick it. And then tomorrow, though, because I'm with other people, it's more advantageous for me to be polite and to be courteous and to be kind. Like, who are you? That sounds schizophrenic, if you ask me. Like that's somebody who and and what does the scripture say? A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let not that man think that he receives anything from God, and that becomes difficult. But when we talk about those hard line scriptures, we don't like to talk about stuff like that because if I'm switching up, depending like technically as a saint of God, I can't code switch. Yeah, I may still use some language and vernaculars or something, and God doesn't necessarily have a problem like that. There are some terms. Like one that came up during the show, um, I did watch, um, that, that shouldn't be used. And we've done a whole, we did a whole Twitter town hall, um, about CHH and the use of the N word and so, and it was a captivating conversation, right? Um, but when you got stuff going on like that, like that's a term that God is concerned with, whether we believe it or not, um, because it's not, it, it doesn't produce any fruit. It's, 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 it's dead works, right? Um, but there's still, you know, slang and, oh, this is dope. You know, we've said it several times because that's how we talk, right? Um, but that's not necessarily something that God has a problem with. Um, the intent of our heart now was being measured. There's really no good intent that I could use the N word in regards to. Um, that's a problem. Um, but again, just to kind of speak on some of the things that came up as a result of that. Um, what was really prevalent during that live stream was we saw a lot of hip hop. We didn't see a lot of kingdom. And that's a problem for, again, individuals who claim to trumpet this. I'm calling you out in the name of the Lord. No, I'm calling you out because I have a problem with you. And I want to make it seem like there's some sort of righteous indignation behind it. And there's really not. I've got carnal, fleshly beef with you. And this is how I've decided. Because I claim Christ publicly, then I can't just necessarily do what I want to do. So I'm going to hide the hatred, the vitriol, whatever it is that I got going on, I'm going to hide that and I'm going to try to put God in it so that I can have an issue with you. Um, and it's unfortunate, man, because we miss out on the love of your brother. We miss out on First John 4 entirely. So, Katie, you're saying we can't just yes, be out here screaming Christ gang and, and it makes it all right? We can't do that? No, 
because not if you gonna act like you still in the game. Yeah, and, 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 and I know Zero's got something he wants to say, but Zero, before you do, let me just throw this in in case people are like, "Well, I don't know if KD's right on that." Well, let me just see what you think about this in acts 10 it says so peter opened his mouth and said truly i understand that god shows no partiality but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him so what you're doing is it acceptable to him that's the question go ahead zero okay so you said uh hatred and vitriol and i didn't think about it that way until i went back and looked at the replay and watch that whole thing unfold again with conjunction of the comment section because I couldn't really concentrate and talk with the cop with you know and look at the comments when I did that the second time I mean there was no turning of the other cheeks it was it was just all cheeks all over the place that was that was the whole thing like vitriol there was a lot of shots being taken um there I would say there was some displays of hatred and um from from people that I don't I was really disappointed to see you know like we just got caught up in the moment and i was really trying to cover my own behavior but going back and seeing that and you can go back and look at the live stream comments for yourself if, if you wonder what i talk about that was on full display and it was a beautiful display of hip-hop at work where christ should have been at work in us facts agreed agreed like in terms of like world star hip-hop and and all that like that would have been a great segment for any website like that and they would totally approve and they would be appropriate for something like that. Yeah, I think somebody referred to it as uh, love and Christian hip hop. <laughs> it's, uh, it was, uh, I think there, hopefully the end result was more fruit for um, the audience. I think prayerfully at some point it will impact the artists who are involved um but you know you got people drawing lines and saying and saying you know bad is gonna hit my hand and it's you know that's that's not a good look for the body yeah man dude i, I don't know I was, I was looking through you know just some different uh scripture relating mm-hmm. to culture right mm-hmm. and at the end of the day why, why do we like hip hop? We like hip hop because it's cool, man. You know, and we're, and we're trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you're talking about Christian culture, it's, it's not about being cool in Christian culture, but there's something much more important at stake. It's about being someone that edifies fellow believers, right? Someone that lifts them up, someone that makes, that gives, that gives each other strength, right? And, and, and so when I look at John 15, 19, man, John fifteen nineteen. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, yeah. therefore the world hates yeah. you. And, and what's it, what's important to us, man? How do we want to be known? How do we want to be interacting with other people, man? Because what are we supposed to do? What's the what's the main point? Whenever it comes to the Christian culture, the Christian lifestyle, it's it's love, right? I mean, that's what this whole thing is built on. And, and yeah, I think, you know, having conversations with people after we had that stream, they were like, yo, I didn't know <laughs> at first. 
Uh, I, I was a little worried about it. Uh, eventually, it got to a pretty good place, and hopefully, hopefully that is true. Hopefully, that's a good thing. I don't know where Bryson and John, like once the stream was over and we were no longer, you know, talking to each other or seeing each other. I don't know what they walked away with for sure. You know, I'm hoping it was a positive thing that they walked away with, but. You know, at the end of the I mean, day, at the end of the day, the conversation was held, bro. Like yeah. that part is important. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was what we were trying to do because, I mean, definitely what we saw, you know, happening in the social media on, on in the comment sections, right, on these social media posts and stuff. We weren't seeing love, man. I think that's what. And shout out to DJ Lost and Found for helping put that whole thing together, man. Uh, but you know, when him and I were talking, yeah. we started trying to reach out to those two. You know, that was the thing we were like, yo, this isn't, this isn't a good look. Let's try to see if we can't come together and remember what it is that we represent, man. And, yeah. and I think, I think that's something we've been struggling with. Just our relationship here at, as far as 520 with the world of CHH, man. Because at the end of the day, I do, I still love the music, right? I'm always a music fan. But it's getting harder and harder to truly enjoy it like I once did, and that's frustrating to me. Maybe, maybe it's like you said. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. I don't know. But I feel like nah, there's something else to it, man. And, and and it's time to growth, bro. And it's starting. Well, but I feel like it's time for us to start reconciling some of this stuff and and seeing, you know, just seeing where God's taking us, man. But yeah, you know what what culture ultimately wins out. I mean, that's not even up to us, man. Yeah, that's well, where I would lean to is like. The gospel is adversarial to all these other things that were will vie for our attention and compete mm-hmm. for our hearts. Because God mm-hmm. is jealous and he will not be, he's not going to share. You know, just That's like right. your wife's not going to share you. And so eventually over time, you're going to have to come to a fork in the road and make a decision. Christ or this other thing. Yeah. And it's not just hip hop. It's going to be a lot of different things. Uh, and, and you're going to start to your tastes are going to change you're going to say like and i think that's what's happening with us is that hip-hop was a bridge to get us from one place to another and we're getting at the end of that bridge and we're saying i appreciate the art for what it is but that can't be me you know my life can't be defined by this art form it's just something Mm -hmm. i enjoy sometimes but the gospel defines me christ defines me yeah especially if the art form doesn't line up with um what my appetite should be what my yeah. taste buds have grown to um you know some tastes are acquired um and kingdom culture is somewhat of an acquired taste because even once you first give your life to christ you don't understand everything that's going to be asked of you right everything that god is going to say hey i need you to lay this down what, what it really means to take up your cross and follow right but as you grow closer to him you start to, and Zero, you, you mentioned this earlier, you know, you start to desire the things of God. And you don't just want God's will, you want God's will God's way. So now you start wanting to stop trying to take shortcuts, right? You want to stop trying to avoid the chiseling and the chastening and the things that actually make you. And you learn to go through instead of attempting to try to go around to reach the destination. But a lot of times, again, though, like, we are more so, um, you know, victims of the moment, man. And we, we, we've become a people who hate process. 
Zero, are you okay? Man down, Zero, are you good? What happened? What? what, what? It, started, it started going. Oh, we thought right the here. chopper was out, man. The the, the ghetto they area was uh. They shoot. Was, was, uh, <laughs> they know where I'm at. I'm at Walmart. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they're making noise. That's all I'm saying. They're making noise on you, <laughs> bro. Man, but now it's just. I mean, like it, we we have to understand it technically. If we're really serious about living for the Lord, then you know these these two things really can't coexist in the way that we want them to and so again ultimately even jesus said you know not my will but your will be done and we we have to grow and mature to that place yeah man i want i want to ask mike g man because i think sometimes i wonder if because of how long we've been in this man if i'm becoming a little maybe jaded to some of this i don't know but mike mike g you're not you don't quite have the same relationship with Christian hip hop that we have, right, or, or hip hop in general, I don't think. Um, what's your view and your take on this between, you know, those, and, and what do you see as the cultural effects for how these two conflicting lifestyles cause people to interact with each other? Like, what what, what do you view it as from the where you sit? Yeah, I just think, I think human instinct kicks in, man. We're all so imperfect. And, and we all fall victim to, to you know, to the, the negativity and all that. We, we, the fact is we can't be, we, we can't be Christ-like all the time. We, we, we just can't. We're humans, man. We're, we're sinful people. Uh, and so it's going to get the better of us sometimes, man. But uh, to be able to, to learn from it and adapt from it and then recenter your focus on where you need to be is, is, is the key there. Um, but I, I didn't actually watch that. I, I hadn't seen the John Keefe and uh, uh, Bryson Gray beef. Um, so I, I don't even want to speak on behalf of that because, I, but, but, uh, you know, just hearing what you guys are talking about and kind of having a s- slight glimpse, um, but I, I don't want to dive too deep into that, but, yeah, man. um, yeah, we just gotta, you, you just gotta recenter yourself on, on, on Christ, man. Uh, uh, but, but, but as far as we're on this earth, man, we're always going to be imperfect. We're always going to fall short. That's just a fact. That's the one, you know, that that's, that's just a fact. So, um, but you know, you gotta, you gotta continue to, to. Uh, you know, focus on God and pray and, and try to get better and evolve. For sure. Well, let me let me leave us with one final thought, fellas, if you would. And that is from Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Perfect. So let's think about yeah. that as we think about this culture man because guess what at the end of the day we impact the culture one way or another good or bad we impact it in the in the same way that it impacts us right so it's it's the choices we make it's the steps we take right um and if we want to see it better right like we, we haven't even dove into it we don't we don't have time to dive into it right now but even when we're talking about you man throw, throw hip-hop culture out the window when we're talking about mainstream christian culture right there's there's a there's a conversation there as well man but we want to hear yeah you next yeah listen listen come on gary job let's talk i don't know i'm I'm not saying anything bad about gary job don't just take that as a that's a joke it's making documentaries though yeah no 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 i love gary job um but they out here making documentaries man about you know uh ccm megachurches etc so 
Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. But but mm-hmm. let it, but let us know what you think. Go to Five Twenty Collective. Thank you for listening to this month's episode of the Five Twenty Collective Show. We'll be back next month with another great installment. Go to FiveTwentyCollective.com and sign up for our newsletter to keep up to date on what's happening around here and catch past episodes you may have missed. Let's go.